Hello and welcome to the Between the Strings podcast with me, Kieran Donnelly. If you'd like to learn more about being a musician, the guitar, and what studying music as a student is like, then this is the place for you. On today's episode, we're speaking with Kieran Sexton, a fourth-year student currently studying music at Perth College UHI and fellow guitar player. Nice, cool. So uh, we'll just kind of get into it then. Um, we are live and recording. Um, so this is a, this is an easy one. <laughs> when did you first start playing guitar? Um, I started playing guitar when I was fifteen. Um, the, the reason for it was I was actually a drummer beforehand, and I had a drum kit up at my friend's house, and uh, unfortunately. I had to sell it due to space. I was like, well, I need something a bit more convenient. Mm. And uh, well, that's that's when I found my, my Strat, which is great. And I never looked back, really. It was a, a really eye-opening moment, I think. Nice. Um, so what sorts of things do you enjoy about playing guitar? Um, I mean... I like making... Oh, I just like making noise, just having like lots of feedback going on blowing up amps playing <laughs> gigs early in the morning just getting the energy with an audience you know yeah um just you know just feeding just feeding off that that's what i like about playing guitar just mm-hmm. going down the rabbit hole yeah so like so that's sort of like you like that's sort of like your relationship with music in general so like more like specifically about just the guitar like why why the guitar basically Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I guess why is because I've 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 always like idolized bands like Thin Lizzy or something, mm-hmm. just all those classic rockers, and you know, from being a kid, you watch like Marty McFly play that sort of Back to the <laughs> yeah. Future, and you're, you're hooked, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's stuff like that. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally got that. Like, there's always those like kind of pivotal moments where you're just like, yes, that is what I would like to do, <laughs> and even yeah. like just as a hobby, like not as like a whatever like you can just sort of tap into that when you're sitting alone playing your guitar or in a band like you don't you don't necessarily need to do it for a living to have that kind of feeling you know mm-hmm. um so about like kind of being a guitar player and other guitar players what sorts of things do you like about that enjoy about that lifestyle and yeah and who you idolize uh well who i idolize that's that's, that's, that's a big one uh <laughs> i mean the, the lifestyle associated with it i mean it's it's crazy i mean it's, it's that whole like nightlife rock and roll thing really mm. you know it's it's i don't know it's just cool you know mm. it's it's always been cool it was cool in the 70s it's still cool now you know um it's the memory now though <laughs> yeah, exactly. these times. <laughs> i mean i'm so looking forward to getting back to playing now mm. but, um as for players that idolize i mean i don't know it's just anyone who's got that kind of real sonic thing it could be your fingerstyle players it's just really emotive music or it could be like i say like your your classic rock kind of stuff where it's just like you know you're hearing like a les paul gun through a marshall and mm-hmm. you you know that, that the thing's just a way to like blow up <laughs> you know <laughs> um it's, it's just that kind of power really yeah yeah um so like so do you have any names uh any yeah i mean 
I love Prince because he's just so mm. diverse and you can hear him like play piano on guitar a lot of the time. Yeah, I get that. And in that way, it's like uh, D'Angelo as well, like Jesse Johnson. You hear him play guitar on some live records and it is stunning. You could just tell it's like he's just playing a Strat through just an amp and it's that kind of like sonic subtlety. It's just stunning, stunning works. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, Jimmy, he's God. Everybody knows yeah. that. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, there's there's new players as well. Um, there's like Marcus King, who's like a, a southern rock kind of a little bit slash, a little bit like uh, Almond Brothersy. Mm. He's uh, very interesting. He's like Takeshi Trucks kind of area of music, if you will. Like very interesting, kind of harmonized, like super like riffs you can't even believe until you wrap your ears around them. Sometimes yeah. and it's like mixed with like this jazz thing. It's like it's insane. I would recommend checking them out. Nice. Very, very weird stuff. Mm. Yeah, I like some weird stuff's always like pretty good though. It's mm. not, it's sometimes not until like you've played or listened to music for a long time that you can get, you can kind of venture out of your comfort zone a little bit. I've been doing that a lot recently. <laughs> yeah. It's like how, how far can I take my brain away from what I know? Like your standard mm. metatonic stuff and bone yeah, slides. That's the thing, like what you're saying about like Prince and like, the kind of point piano and guitar it's funny how some people can just pick up a guitar and it's it's like it's like an extension of themselves like it's just it just flows so naturally and it's like they don't need like fancy plugins or amps or anything like that and it's just the way that they play they can articulate things so well and and it comes across as like a kind of language mm. but it's funny how like you watch people like that and then sometimes you'll sit down to just play your guitar on your own and you're like i'm nothing like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah i know what you mean it's, it's that moment of like i'm gonna put it down and i'm gonna reevaluate for a minute and then mm. you always have that second window you're like yeah. i'll watch a video a couple times round, mm. and you start picking up more little nuances and things and it all kind of falls to in, pl in place even yeah i totally get that and it and it like you're saying about that second wind, like sometimes, yeah, you'll watch something a few times and be like, oh, I want to either learn that or do something like that. And then you'll find that the next time you go to improvise or write something of your own, you have like a little bit of a, like you have a little bit more spice to add to your, I, like the flavor I know of your exactly. songs. Yeah, it's you know? like you are what you eat, man. It's, exactly. It's, you are what you, you consume in that way mm. musically. Yeah, definitely. Um, so a little bit about... Uh, class then um how do you think the pieces in class um are related to the music you like to play or learn about that's a that's a difficult one i mean you you get little bits of everything in class it's like mm. you, you do get your, your finger style stuff but it's not quite you, you know when you, you, I don't know, you want to be tommy emmanuel or something mm. and you, you you're playing what riverboat song or something mm, and it's mm -hmm. not quite where you want to go with it or it's i don't know like th there's little bits of everything and i've tried to make it so you can delve in and enjoy what you enjoy and they do give you the option for creative pieces to do yourself like we, we get a couple of them every year mm -hmm. um, I, but i mean I, I don't know there's i feel it could be a little bit more enhanced mm -hmm. a little bit more um performance based like if mm. you were going to play a song i reckon they could have you playing it on the stage mm. with more people and really get into it a bit more mm. rather than 
oh, it's an A, it's a B flat, you know. Yeah, it's it's almost like high school in that way, where you had like pieces that you had to play for an exam, and then you just yeah. you go off and learn them and then play them back. And it's like, although you do appreciate that they might be in different genres, like it's like you can't really explore and appreciate that as much because it's just like you're learning it so that you can kind of play it back. It's like it, there's not so much emphasis on going off and playing something in a certain style. Yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly or something just entirely new to yourself mm-hmm. yeah i totally get that um so like keeping that sort of thing in mind um how do you feel that the kind of pieces and lessons we were taught in class prepare you for a, a life within the music industries or if they do or just what are your sort of thoughts on that i mean in that kind of way um since like i ditched the kit i've had this like i need to catch up kind of feeling mm-hmm and I, I mean, I spent a lot of time just practicing, like in the summer before I was even going to college, like five years ago. And at that, I've been in a lot of bands since, and I, I feel that off my own back, I've learned more like street skills, if you will. Mm-hmm. And like, the, like, you know, the ability to jam and such, like I've learned that more so from myself. And I mean, I've learned some interesting chord voicings and such from the course, but it's not really, I don't know. I, I could have, I could have learned that from my computer, you know, mm-hmm. and just watched it on YouTube kind of thing. And I mean, mm-hmm. like the notation side of it's interesting and sight reading and everything, but in, in real world terms for me, what's really paid off is just being, I don't know, playing my ass off mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. getting there myself through like sheer motivation. Mm-hmm. And like nothing else really mm-hmm. so you, do you think like you've probably learned and grown more out with the class than because of the class yeah um yeah. but i mean that's not to say that i haven't learned things from the class because that mm. would be silly and narrow-minded yeah but, and, and also like with you saying uh like through sheer kind of force of will that you've kind of got through things and learned more part of that you've probably used that skill in like learning some of these pieces that you weren't so familiar with for classes it's kind of probably it's probably forced you like it has with me with some pieces that i wasn't familiar with or styles i wasn't familiar with it forces you to have to expand your ways of playing and understanding if you're wanting to pass and do well and get to the next sort of stage oh yeah the likes of chromosome that was that was definitely (laughs) the one for me because that was bizarre and then you look at it and you're never really leaving like what fourth position or something yeah yeah that's it like so baffling yeah it's 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 the sort of thing though like where there are the odd pieces where if you the more you delve into them the more they kind of make sense but when you first hear pieces like chromosome you're just like what is going on but when you start to think about it and like take it phrase by phrase it makes a lot of like a lot more sense like with dog river for example, when you look at that at the start and listen to it, you're just like, what is going on? But when you actually yeah. start learning it, it's just kind of positions that are kind of moving, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what sorts of things did you take away from the lessons then? Um, that's, a, that's a good one. That is a good one. Uh, Keeping in mind, it has it has been, for the, the purposes of the listeners, it has been like a year and a half or something since we've had to be fair actually like that. 
Um, I've been in PPL, so I've had one. Oh, so you've been having a performance practice lab? Every two weeks, but I've been oh, off nice. for a while. So mm-hmm. God knows at this point, maybe yeah. maybe six weeks mm-hmm. since I had one. Right. But um, it's a kind of different format. Sorry, what was the question again? Uh, so it was just what sorts of things you take away from the lessons, the guitar lessons? I mean, there's there's always a different way around the board, and that's something mm. that I'm always trying to see and mm. pick up on. And you know, like the the scale intervals and such, how you get your thirds and such. Um, yeah, we've been doing more than that. We've been doing like fourths, fifths, sixths, sevenths. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's so odd, like jumping those kind of intervals on the neck. It really makes you think mm-hmm. and and hear different intervals. So well, then when you're soloing you know you can you can create these like raw tensions actually sometimes which is great fun because you know that if you flatten or sharpen something you can like just have that like battle with yourself and then kind of personify what's like gone on in your week a little mm-hmm. bit more and, and then just get it out there at the end and like you know hit that like wow yeah of, yeah and everyone will love it you know and like after you get through that kind of struggle mm-hmm. and that's that's kind of what i've learned it's like a little bit less pentatonic, a little bit more kind of thought can really pay off, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you're you like you're saying with the tension thing. You're you're trying to take people away as far as possible, like as far and for as long as possible as you can before you you kind of come back and then resolve things. I think like Guthrie Govan's a really good example of that. He's like someone who who's like right. I'm wanting to take people as far away. From what they know as I as I can, whilst keeping them engaged, and then coming back in right at the right time. Um, so it's like you can enjoy like getting lost with where he's going with the music, and then return at the perfect moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you're saying that that interval and learning how to manage and work through the fretboard is like that's something we've been taught even from the start. It's like mm-hmm. learning learning the notes of the fretboard because when you can na- navigate that. Um, yeah you're almost unstoppable in a way that's it exactly which is pretty cool uh okay so in what ways do you feel like your identity as a guitarist has changed over the course of the popular music guitar program i mean during that time i've had a handful of groups because when i first started i was kind of playing like almost indie rock into kind of funk and then I had like a, a blues trio for a little while mm. and like every kind of stage of that has like changed how how I kind of view myself and how I sort of carry myself if you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. because it's oh no it's kind of like Pokemon if you know what I'm saying like if you if you can play every genre like or catch them if you know what I'm saying it's like mm-hmm. then you learn and at the end of the day, your your creations become like better. You know, mm-hmm. you can you can think further than you you were able to beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I guess that's kind of identity changing mm-hmm. because you know it's just just a development. It's mm-hmm. I don't know. It's changing and it's changing and growing. Yeah. Well, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like like with the like even with the Pokemon analogy, the, uh, like you are like evolving essentially. Like you start yeah. off with something basic, and things happen to you, and you learn and grow, and that like forces you to change and grow with it. 
and you kind of keep the good parts and burn off the the dry wood that you didn't really need. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So do you feel like it was because of you switching up the grips that that's happened, or do you think it's just over time or being exposed to learning new things, or what do you think are the causes of, of uh, that change? I mean, it's different crowds. It's different, like, energies. Uh, mm. Because, I mean, like, that that was like playing the blues night with, like, the, the old boys and that. So, mm. so you're hearing them, like, playing, like, iconic lines that they've borrowed off of a record that, you know, they enjoy or whatever. Mm. And then, you know, you kind of think, oh, well, if they're playing that, um, I'll listen to another record like that and, mm. you know, kind of throw a little bit of this and that forward mm. and back with them and, you know, and then when you're kind of playing up on stage with people like that, you've got like years and years on yourself. If you're kind of throwing little ditties at them and they're kind of throwing things back, you know, you're just constantly learning and kind of like feeding off that kind of energetic mm-hmm. like power that music has, you know. And I think that's very changing as an individual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally get that. And I think like, as you do more things like that and you feel like you can be confident in throwing like your kind of hat into the ring and exchanging things with other people, it, it makes you more confident. It makes you realize that like you could go off and learn anything you wanted to. Um, yeah, I totally get that. Um, so how sort of relevant do you think the music and theory we learned about um, and played in classes to you? I mean, theory is always relevant. Mm. <laughs> um, so that was a bit of a vague statement there. Um, I mean, you know, you, you could be playing a phrase, you can play like a, I don't know, an A7, and you can, for example, you know that you can you can hit a four below it and you could turn it minor or something and, you know, give it a little bit more sauce. Um, and, the, you know, like there's, there's lots of little theory things that I've learned that have really helped me. Uh, for example, in like the band work in college and such, you know, if somebody comes up with a couple chords where you're like, well, it's in the key of such and such, you know, mm. hang on, just let me brainstorm a little phrase here. And then, you you know, you two, five, one it or something. Mm. And then they're like, actually, nah, could you change that last chord? I mean, you know, it's, it's so vital because you can just hash out material until you kind of learn what you like and you don't like kind mm. of thing. And what's going to fit and what's not mm-hmm. so it's it's been in that way theory was really valuable yeah and and like so then the kind of styles that we learned how how kind of relevant do you think they are well you've said that you've you've kind of learned things by being kind of forced to learn these different styles but like how how relevant do you feel like they've been to you as a player and where you're at now i mean they're always relevant because, I mean, we did, what was it? Um, uh, Sultan's a Swing, for example. Mm. You know, mm. and, and you hear it and you think you know it and you think it's just D minor the whole way through, whatever. And, I mean, it is. But there's, like, little little licks that um, Mark Knopfler has that just, you know, you're, you're reading the tab and you're like, how, how do you get there? You know, it still kind of <laughs> yeah. goes over your head sometimes. Mm. And um, like I don't know, there's there's always amazing little things to be learned from other players. Mm. So um, yeah, nice. I don't think I, I don't think I really answered that. No, question. No, I think you did. That makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> um, so how do you feel about the way we're taught 
at university at that sort of level do you like do you enjoy it do you think it could be done differently what you sort of think I, I i do think it could be done differently um i mean obviously they've only got the two guitar lecturers and they must have a heck of a time putting it together and mm. you know what they do is great i prefer a little bit of individual time because you can just if you haven't done the work or you don't understand the work just kind of blend into the mass of the people who are just mm. hovering around you know the notes that were just like played from other players and you can kind of just you know disguise your your shoddy playing for mm. you know haven't haven't learned it mm. and you know sometimes if you haven't or you're struggling to it's better to kind of be immediately picked out and then mm. kind of have a word you know and then get your your bearings with things like that mm-hmm. yeah that, that makes a lot of sense um so with that sort of thing in mind um what do you think about the idea of like exploration and creativity within your playing and uh and also the kind of submissions that that and the kind of like exams that we had to play so like what what do you think um like do you think you were allowed to explore things more creatively or do you feel like you were kind of had to stick to the program we're always given the option to do our own variation of songs i Mm. think that's down to us really i don't think that's anything to do with the course because Mm. it's like for example that um sultan's a swing we had the option of doing our own version um i think i just did it with by the record because my, my partner didn't come in on that day or something <laughs> but um I, I think there is lots of options for like exploration and Cameron's always kind of trying to push us further and further and he's you know he's like can you play a, a, a phrase of this eight bar thing in what 16 whatever I don't know something that subdivides into it and he's forever suggesting little things like that mm-hmm. he's like oh bring in your your work and have like a, a little bit in three four and then mm-hmm. come back to it it's like yeah my brain doesn't quite work like that man but um <laughs> you know it's he it really does give you a lot of food for thought sometimes it, it does make you think though like i wonder if like what you're saying if you did have more time to have a kind of one-on-one uh lesson with like these lecturers you you could maybe explore these things um and then you you'd feel more comfortable going off and being a bit more creative and explorative with like your your own work um but like you're saying if if you're in a big sort of group and any like and it's just suggested that you could be a bit more creative in whatever way it's kind of it's easy to just kind of dismiss that and get on with the lesson rather than getting into that well, absolutely as well. I mean, obviously we do have the option to split up and go into little groups here and there, but if you're mm. just constantly hearing like everybody playing it like the record, you know, coming in at one of your ears, you're not going to be able to get that out. So you kind of do just conform, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can't really get into that creative space. Um, so do you feel like when, like out with the class, do you feel like when you're learning things, you're thinking, oh, I can maybe be a bit more creative with this? Or do you just kind of, trying to follow the script um when i'm outside of class absolutely like um mm. I, I tend to have slight like attention issues when i'm in class because mm. if i can't really hear something or mentally hear what i'm playing then i just kind of zone out mm. um but i mean when i'm learning things at home 
or whatever. It's like you, you hear one chord and you, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of odd in the phrase. So you kind of follow the, the arpeggios or whatever of it, or kind of just outlines of the chord, mm-hmm. and you find yourself up on like the sixteenth fret from like the second or something. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, that was that was a pretty interesting run. And it's like you kind of hear how far from the phrase or how beneficial little bits like you know you know a singular chord can be in a, in yeah. a phrase or something mm-hmm. so yeah uh so like again with uh following from that when you're sort of creating um either for like you know um creating music for submissions like uh in songwriting class or or whatever or um when you're learning pieces and you're deciding whether or not you should be a bit more creative with them do you think you're creating with uh, a grade or a sort of ideal in mind because we're in a degree program or do you feel like you don't really think about that uh i never really think well i i don't know i mean there's there's elements of things like that so i mean I, i i do understand what you're saying because you can create something and then for example songwriting was a good example mm. and you're like there's not enough i don't know concepts in it mm. or something so you're like meh you know it's just three chords the whole way through you know like but it's got like good lyrical qualities or something but i don't know but then there's also the part of my brain that's just like let's just splat it out right now <laughs> you know see how far we get down the rabbit hole mm. and then just you know, have it recorded, listen to it, and then, you know, tweak a couple of things here and there and, mm-hmm. you know, just have a completely different idea that just flew out of your brain. Yeah. That's like a equally sometimes more rewarding. Yeah. And and then sort of, do you feel like you're tailoring it more to the course after you've done that? You've had that kind of creative venture and then you're kind of reeling it back in or adding things in that you feel like you might need to. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I do think like that, but mainly it's just to complete the project in my in my brain because mm-hmm. I'm I'm one of these kind of like I'll hear the full image. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but I haven't done one track yet, so yeah. uh, getting to that full image is going to take me a while, and yeah, I don't know yeah. if it quite will. Mm-hmm. I get what you mean. I totally get what you mean. Um, so did, when uh, I mean when we were actually being taught, do you feel like you were kind of taught? more directly from a lecturer or um do you feel like you kind of did some more self kind of exploration and and self-learning do you think there was more of that or do you think it was more like you were taught everything or do you feel like it was more to do with you going off and learning things informally or with others you know uh once again i mean there's elements of that because there's uh your, your group work um like for example other kieran when we were learning chromosome mm like he'd already done it mm-hmm. so I, when i was like confused and i'm like man pff, i'm not coming back to college whatever you know because i'm in a huff about the piece or whatever yeah um, and then he's just playing it it's just flying it like off mm-hmm. the bat you know um you know learning like that's great um because you're just like man gonna break it down in like human terms for me just now mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's just like you know here it is you know fourth fret sixth fret figure out the notes later mate kind of thing yeah so you feel like that sort of like pure learning is is kind of where you did like a lot of the the learning rather than rather than being taught everything you needed to know about everything from a lecturer well yeah but uh Mm. yeah i I do agree that 
there's like other lectures though for example um like steve murphy and that mm-hmm. um i have like little chats with him and he, he's just like shredder legend mm-hmm. you know um and you know you have little chats with him and it's just like whoa i didn't realize that like you know that the musical game was like that mm. and he's like yeah man and you know mm. and he just breaks it down in like a, a human level but yeah because he's a like a lecturer as well but he's like an informal lecturer if you know what i'm mm. saying yeah well well yeah it's like he uh yeah he has a lot of re- kind of real world experience so it's it's just like it's good having those sorts of people that you can trust and then like like that you'll they'll say something and then you'll think oh i didn't realize this was how that worked or whatever and then they're just like yeah and then you're like oh nice and that's you like learn something now just just by speaking to them or just by showing them something and then giving you feedback or just kind of speaking about it so this is even like industry like kind of things for example like your your pay to play Mm. kind of factors as well and why certain areas are like that and things Mm. Mm -hmm. so it's you know it's wider than just scales theory it's actually kind of music industry tips and and facts that you're learning through just kind of informal chats yeah absolutely you know it keeps Mm. you on your toes and makes you wise Mm. yeah it's uh it sucks because like that it's it's those things that like people kind of can't quite put their finger on i mean there's obviously a lot like because of covid and that people are saying yeah like i miss like being with people and having like contact with people and going out like they, those are all the obvious things that we all need but it's those little things like informal chats that help you figure out certain things and all that 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 like yeah we're we're all definitely missing at the moment mm-hmm. yeah i do agree yeah so uh well, I'm glad we've ended on that high. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, thanks, uh, thanks so much for all your uh, for your time and your your insight. Clearly, been around the block a wee bit. Yeah, thanks, man. <laughs> That's right. To do it soon. <laughs> yeah, and no, hopefully we can get back to some sort of normal soon. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, that was the 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 ever awesome. Kieran Sexton, the a living gentleman. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so thanks so much, and uh, hopefully we can catch up soon in person. Yeah, sounds good. Well, thanks for your time. Thanks for your time. Oh, catch you, man. It. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>